Greetings and welcome to the latest edition of the First Day Podcast. Join my co-host Leanne Hello and myself, Michael Govier, as we talk about personal development, self-care, life lessons, anything that any person has experienced that can be shared with everyone else in the pursuit of greater understanding is what this show is all about. On today's episode, it's Mike and Leanne talking about no sugar. About nine days ago, they said they would try to go no sugar for a week. Did they pass day one? The first day pod is the name of the show. Were they able to succeed on the first day? They will talk about that, plus other lessons they learned over the last nine days when it comes to healthy eating, body image, being healthy physically and mentally, and how it's all connected. Plus, we get great feedback from you guys in the live chat, which makes this show 10 times better. So sit back and strap yourself in for another edition of The First Day Pod. Hi, everybody. Look, we're not together. We're together, but separate on The First Day Podcast. She's Leanne. Hello, I'm Michael Govier, and we welcome you to the show. Uh, Usually, we're doing the show on the weekends now, so this is not typical for us, although I think... We first started the show a long time ago. We did it on Tuesdays, didn't we? Yes, yes, we did. Oh my God, is that funny? Mm-hmm. What are you thinking of? Uh, it's been so long that I've done it here that I don't have my microphone. <laughs> what are you doing? I'm just doing it through, I guess, the camera. I don't know. Oh yeah, that's why it sounds not like it used to. You got such a good mic there. Yeah. We'll give you a moment. We'll give you a moment to get it together. Anyways, welcome in to the First Day Podcast. Firstdaypod at gmail.com. You know, first day is always the toughest, it seems. And the second day, maybe we should have called this a second day pod. I wonder if that would be more appropriate. <laughs> but we never get through the first day anyway. So we're going to talk about you know, what we said we talked about a week ago or so. Nine days ago, to be specific, did we make it? Did we go no sugar? Are we on the right path? Is our lives better now? We'll tell you shortly. Don't forget to email the show, firstdaypod at gmail.com. We also have the book club every Monday night, live on Zoom for one hour only. Get in, get out, get on with your life. That's it. Seriously, we know you're busy. We understand you have a life, and we keep it timely for one hour from 8 p.m. to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right? Yeah. Can you hear me on this? Yeah, I hear you great. You don't need to speak into it. You You can just talk freely. Oh, great. Okay. Yeah. So book club, it is letting go the pathway to surrender. Um, we have a free cop. What? Uh, something weird just happened. Just keep going. <laughs> um, we have a free copy, like a free digital copy of it. No, Josh, it's not Tuesdays now. It's just no. Tuesdays right now. Just today. <laughs> one only. Cause we're going to go to, we're going to New York this weekend. So we knew we would be able to do a show, and since we didn't do it this past weekend, we'd be like, you know what, we got to get on. Uh, actually, shout out to Charlie, my friend, who is a really good guy, lives in Oregon, Oregon, Oregon. Oregon. And he was like, so what happened? Did you guys do the seven days of no sugar? So I was like, oh, crap. We got to do a show. So I, that's why we're here now. Sorry, yeah. finish what you were saying. Mm, what I was saying is, oh, letting go. Yeah. 
So we have a free digital copy like a PDF, but I highly, highly recommend buying this book. This We've had this book club going on for two years, right? I think it's been about two years. And um, It'll you know, be two years have, next month, at least. Wow, that's awesome. If so, not this month. Nice. It was right so, around the summer of 2020. Yes. So it's been a while, and we have... Um, usually about like 12 people, eight to eight to 15, I'd say inside of the group. And, um, you know, with every book, there's always like one or two people that are like, eh, I could take it or leave it. Not really a big deal. Like it was fine. Um, but for the most part, people love the books. This is the first book that everybody has said they love the book. They're going to read the book again. They're going to be studying and applying everything inside of this book. So um, I highly, highly recommend that you read it. And um, if you guys want to talk to us about it, if you read it and we're done the book, please feel free to reach out to us because this is this is such an important book for exactly what we're talking about right now. So mm-hmm. you cut your hair shorter, Leanne. Yes, I did, Josh. I just yeah. actually did it a couple hours ago. So how do you feel yes. about it? I love it. It doesn't even look as good in this. It looks like a weird color in this picture, but um, I love it. I used to be a pixie and I went longer in the pandemic and now I cut it all. It's all off my neck now and I love it. So Yeah, it looks great. It was really well done by local people. What should give a shout out? Who did it? Yeah, Haley. Um, Haley has been doing hair for... <laughs> two months and but she they just yeah just two months so they just opened the salon sam has been doing it forever the owner there um she is incredible and um but i had Haley do my hair and so um it's be oh hey beck oh thank you so much girl um hi beck yeah and so Haley and Sam, go check them out at the Urban Edge. They're right in Old Riverside in Windsor. If you're listening to it from Windsor, they are amazing. Zing. And even for like just doing it like herself for two months, uh, Haley is incredible. So yeah, shout out. What, what? Yay. Anyway. <laughs> it's wonderful. Yes. Mm-hmm. So we got haircuts and we're going to New York City. And one thing we're not doing though. <laughs> Correct. And why are we not doing it? feel like because we don't really seem to want to do it, frankly. Mm-hmm. But why? And what, what we're talking about here is, so, last time we are on the show, we said, all right, we're going to go sugar-free for a week. Here we go. We'll take it one day at a time even. And it sounded like it made sense. But, of course, as soon as we go our separate ways, we both start doing the things that we do when we're not together, I guess. And... It's not fair to blame that, though. We are still responsible for our actions and our decisions and our habits. So I don't think that's fair to say, well, we just aren't together during the week. So it's that's the reason why things aren't working. It's not good enough. Mm-mm. I so think No the, sugar the big, didn't work. And I think, like, for me, it was at least it was on my mind more this week. Um, but I just didn't really care enough to be quite honest. Wow. Like it just wasn't one of my priorities, even though we talked about it and it would have been nice to come back and be like, Oh yeah, I did no sugar for a week. Um, I did better than I usually do, but I just didn't care as much. And then reading the book too. 
Um, that's kind of making me feel like one of the big things that they tell, well, not one of the big things, but one of the parts of the book is, um, about letting go of your like need for this, like when we're focusing on our health, we're focusing on like our vessel, like our body. And once we can kind of let go of that and kind of respect our being, as opposed to just like trying to lose weight or trying to get healthy or trying to, and then really focusing on the lack or the, the problems that we have, um, then we start kind of respecting our, our being more and then we'll make better decisions. Um, and I, I kind of like that thought process more. I have spent over 20 years thinking about everything I eat. It doesn't mean that I'm one of those people that actually pays attention and does the right things about what she eats, but constantly thinking about the weight, thinking about losing weight, constantly feeling overweight, uh, constantly thinking about the next thing I'm going to do. And I think, I know it's going to sound like a cop-out, but I really like this idea of just kind of letting it go and and not fixating on the number, not fixating on, because that's the problem too, is it's always like, tomorrow's the first day of the rest of our lives. So tonight's the last meal. Tonight is the last supper. Let's make it a good one. And if we stopped having like last suppers, then the calorie intake during the week would be (laughs) so much better than when we think that we're going to start tomorrow. So let's binge tonight. Every time. Mm-hmm. Every single time. It's very we did sad. it three times this weekend because it was like, okay, Friday night, that's it. Tomorrow is going to be the day. And then and then tomorrow wasn't the day. And then it was like, okay, well, just tonight. And then tomorrow, we'll do it. It was just ridiculous. So, But the other thing is, is I'm looking forward to going to New York because oh. we're going to be kind of, it's going to be different scenery. It's going to be a different kind of mindset, a different venue. And although I always surround all of my vacations around food, like where are we having breakfast? And then as soon as we have breakfast, it's like, where are we going to have lunch? And then what about the snacks? And where are we having dessert? Like it's my, my vacations have always revolved around food. I'd like to change that this year. Like when I go here, Hey, Yvonne. Hi, honey. How are you? Oh my goodness. This is one of my Color Street girlfriends. Customers love her. Oh my gosh. Yeah, she's from British Columbia. British Columbia, right, Yvonne? DC. Mm -hmm. As long as you're happy with yourself, the number doesn't matter. It's true. Uh, No, it's not. That's not what you said (laughs) last week. No. I know. know. It's actually not true. Um, Being, I need to be happy with myself, and I actually am for the most part, happy with myself. My knees aren't happy with the number. I can right. tell you that. So that is that is an issue. It's, it's not about, we covered this on the last time we did yeah. the show about, we're talking about fat shaming and body image stuff. That's not what it's about. If you're physically unhealthy, mm-hmm. you shouldn't want to be that way. Right. Not it's because it doesn't fit into the structure of the societal's identity when it comes to beauty and all that stuff. No. If you're a bigger person, if you weigh more, but your physical health is immaculate, then great. Go to town. Live it up. But no, seriously. If your physical well, health is immaculate. so I don't know anybody's knees that can handle taking on. Well, you don't know every person in the world, do you? 
Right. Okay. So maybe they have different knees. <laughs> right. Maybe they have metal knees. You love knees. telling the knee story. You told the knee story last time. So. I'll tell the knee story every time. I know you will. You love that story. And it's a good story. You know, you're putting a lot of... People should know they're putting a lot of pressure on their knees if they're weighing too much. I know I'm doing that, yet I go out and play softball three times a week. It's stupid. So, mm-hmm. Yvonne says, I'm great. Great to see you both. Yes, Vancouver. That's right. British Columbia. Woohoo! <laughs> Josh says, it's a combination of multiple aspects. Well, yeah, but... Look, this is the bottom line. If you have high blood pressure, if you have diabetes, if you have uh, uh, what are some circulatory issues, if you have any type of disorder that is hurting your joints or it's hurting your brain function, your cognitive mm-hmm. function because of the food that we are eating, uh, we feel lethargic, we feel depressed. We, If we're having mental health issues because of it, all of these things, any type of health issue that is a result of food you're eating and a negative aspect of your life, that's that's no good no matter what you look like. And there's people who look really good that probably feel terrible about themselves too. So it's not so much about that. What me and Leanne are focused on now completely, as we're trying to do and failing with ourselves every day, is to be physically well. And we know we're not physically well. I right? will give, yeah, we do know that, yeah. Um, but I will say that even like even small, like we need to acknowledge the small Yvonne says my knees hurt before I lost 35 pounds. Yes, exactly. So 35, that's, that's 35 extra pounds on your knees, but it's, it's, or on your body, but that is four times the amount that's on your knee. You know, I had to say, but it's four times the amount knees go with age, job titles, et cetera. Yeah, but they exasperate when you have the weight on it. Yeah, so yeah, if you're 80, then yeah, maybe your knees aren't going to be great. But, or if you're, you know, constantly going up and down stairs in your job or whatever, yes. Um, But if you're putting on four times the weight of what you're holding on your knees, then that's going to make it go a lot quicker. It's just, it's just fact. That's just science. That's not even like, that's not even anything really to debate. So but it's people this is the other thing if it doesn't affect you if you feel like your knees are fine and i did that all going through my 20s and all through my 30s and i didn't feel mm-hmm. it so it was like oh that's not me so i'm yeah, fine. fine yeah yeah like i'm just lucky i must have strong knees no you start it starts catching up with you and then you hear people that are older that are like oh just wait till you're my age but it doesn't necessarily have to be that way uh Yvonne says I want to be physically well I just can't get into routine but I know how healthy I would feel boom Yvonne yes that's exactly that is this is exactly the crux of what we're dealing with every single day Mm -hmm. and that's why the first day pod kind of exists because we want to because we know how we'll feel that you're hitting it bang on but it's just a matter of getting into that routine and how do you get into that routine Mm. Okay, so yes, Josh, that's awesome. So you lost 73 pounds and your knees still hurt, but you still have pressure on your knees right now. Like it's, that's and true. it's not good. The other thing is, okay, if you, okay, so let's say you've been, you've been carrying all this weight on your knees and you've done major damage to your knees because of this. If you lose all the weight, you may still not have any cartilage left in your knee or you might still have like there might be other things. I'm not saying like 
you don't need any knee surgery because, you know, all you have to do is lose your weight. I'm just saying the majority of the time. Hey, no knees is good knees. (laughs) Actually, Josh, did you have a Osgood Slaughters or something when you were a kid? I can't remember uh, who it was. Somebody had that. It's like a knee thing. So. Right. You also can have knee issues that's outside of your physical health. It's not just about knees, though. We're getting too caught up on the knees here. <laughs> okay? That's why Leanne right. keeps telling the knee story. And then we're like, oh, knees, 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 knees. What about but your heart, everything. huh? What about our hearts? What about yes. our circulatory systems? What about losing limbs and feet from diabetes? Yeah. Chopped off. And mental health. Mental health is a huge one that I never noticed how much of a correlation that is between your mental fog, your anxiety, all of that can have. And again, you can also have mental health issues that are not going to be affected by food. I get Mm -hmm. it. It's very true. You need medication. You need other types of therapy. I understand it. However, we keep talking about everybody is talking about, I can't control this in my life and I can't control this and I can't control people and I can't control... The one thing you can control is what's going in your mouth. Just fact. That's a choice. Unless you're like, unless you're being like held down and fed constantly, you can make the choice. And Sometimes so you got to do all, that with your dogs. Yeah. We, yeah. We got to do that with Gracie. You had to do that with Yoshi. Yes. So, but that's the one We're thing. We're not that dogs. Can, no, that's the one thing that we can control. We just choose not to. So, it would be nice if we would just take kind of control over that. So, I mean, look at Josh, look at you. You've lost 73 pounds. Like that is, that's incredible. And what is that? Is that all through since December? Basically. Yeah. Wow. It's incredible. So great news. It's wonderful. That is, that's incredible. You're aspiring to a better way forward, Josh. You should be grateful for that. Yeah. Me and Leanne, we're just pathetic. Yeah, we <laughs> say the same thing over and over and over again. And I'll speak for myself, not just Leanne's a good girl. She tries. But, you know, she's tried to be stern with me. And then other times she just gets sick of it. And I understand that. And then I've tried to, like, I don't know if I've really tried to be stern with her at all lately. Truthfully, I've just given up. And I've allowed the same routines to continue because why? Why? I actually, one thing I will say is this. So I was Uh hiding a lot of my eating or doing a lot of it alone. And then Leanne's like, I don't want you to do that. So then I somehow, and this is not Leanne's fault. This is my fault, but I started to be more open to eating with her because I didn't want to do that. I didn't want to hide my eating from her. But then like I, then it became like a lot more normalized. And probably maybe you were even happy for a while. Like, okay, great. We're eating together. I'm so happy. He's not hiding it from me. But then like that got out of control and then. Now, it's a worse problem because we're sharing terrible meals together and doing the same thing every weekend. We're just grateful to see each other, and we do a few things here and there. We go play tennis, or we go outside, we walk the dog, whatever. We talk about doing the podcast. We do the podcast, and then we have our meals at night. And also, that's the other thing, though. Like, you're not a late-night eater. I don't know why you're always going along with me on, like, why is she saying, like, actually, she does say it all the time. She's like, I'm starving. It would be like 5 p.m., <laughs> I'm starving. I'm like, oh yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there. It happens every weekend. And then we finally eat like around 10 p.m. because that's my fault. Right. It is. It's all my fault. I I take a lot of responsibility for my rules here. So Josh says, why do we choose not to? At least why for you? 
I'm not sure what he's asking there. Because it's the it's the choice of what we put in our mouth. I was just saying that we have that choice to have control. I'm already addicted to the foods though. This. That's that's a big part, part of the of problem. It. Yeah. It's part of it. We know that the chemistry of the stuff is addictive and as addictive mm-hmm. as any drug, substance, mm-hmm. sugar, salts. All the stuff they put in this food is with a pure intention to bring us back again and again. Now, it's not to excuse personal responsibility entirely. Of course not. But it's a part of the story. Let's not fool ourselves, Ian. Yeah, it is. It is absolutely part of the story. Um, Yvonne was at Yvonne say, sometimes that choice is the wrong one and instantly regret it, but do it anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So this is this is another thing is that it's interesting because then one of the one of the things about like uh i think it's like intuitive eating and like people that say well i just i don't regret any of the choices that i make i you know if i'm gonna have that piece of cheesecake i'm gonna enjoy it and i'm not gonna regret it which is good that's great um but that can turn into a thing too where it's just like oh no i'm just gonna i'm just gonna eat like shit all the time i'm just not gonna i'm not gonna regret it and Mm-mm-mm. it's still not doing anything for your body having all that in there uh hi carol I've made huge dietary changes over the last several years. Congratulations. Good and for you, Carol. Woohoo. Have you made them in the right choice? Because I've made huge dietary changes over the last several years and they have not been in the right direction. <laughs> oh, man. Come on. That was funny. That was funny. Why did you hide your eating, Mike? Well, because I didn't want Leanne to eat it. So I was like, I'll just do it by myself, which is what I've always done because I've lived is alone. Is that why? Yeah. Hi, Carol. Uh, wait, what do you mean? Is that why you were hiding it? Because you didn't want me to eat it? Yeah. I was thinking about you. Oh, that's very sweet of you. I didn't want you to go down the path I was going down. No, that's not true. Uh, okay. Let's see. So the one example of it actually ever happening was, it only happened once, really. I hid the peanut butter and Nutella from Leanne when we went to Arizona last fall. We were at staying at a hotel, and I had bought this peanut butter Nutella, which I hid in the. Uh, it was the first time I hid it from her because I, I don't know. I, I was like, she was kind of getting on my case back then too. That was back in October of last year. So she's like, we gotta, we gotta do, we gotta get this right. What are we doing? And so I was like, well, okay, then I'll just hide this for later. So <laughs> she busted me. She found it. So I think she opened the drawer, the nightstand, and there was the peanut butter in there. Okay, hold on one second. First of all, I did not bust you, and I wasn't looking for it. I just go and at no, the end of the trip. No, she wasn't looking for it. No. No, after at the end that. of the trip, you just like open everything up and just like and I, it's a it's a habit I have. You leave a hotel room, and I just open all of the drawers up, and I just look under the bed. Like I just make sure that I didn't leave anything. So then it was yeah. just hysterical because it was like, what? What happened? Where is this coming from? <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, that was funny. It was a very serious conversation we had after that, though. So, And I'll tell you what, Josh, I I just eat alone. I always have. I've spent a lot of my life alone, and that's what I do. Josh also asked, were you hiding your eating to not let it be known you were not sticking to it? Well, yeah, that was probably a little bit part of it, too. Like, I, I didn't want to stop what I was doing because I was enjoying my Nutella peanut butter stuff, and then I was on a vacation, and I was like, oh, man, I can't have my Nutella peanut butter anymore because Leanne's here. I'm like, I can't eat it in front of her, so I got to hide it. And that's probably what happened there. Um, uh, This eating, I've spent a lot of time alone, so I haven't had to justify it. And even when I lived with other people, like my friend Jamie, I would like go in the room and eat all by myself. And 
It's something I've always done. Eating in the bed alone is a bad habit I've come to do many, many times over the years. And some of it had to do with my opioid experience. I started to do a lot more of it, actually, when I uh, got addicted to opioids. That's really where it seemed to take off more and more. And I'd, I've never been able to detach from that, frankly. It's still a part of my current reality. And that's just the truth. I can't lie about it. I was able to take the medicine, known as Suboxone, so I could stop taking opioids and stabilize my life and live my life again. But I still, in a way, I'm kind of a... I'm stuck. I'm addicted to this routine that is not good for me and it's going to really start to have effects on me any day now. If I don't stop, I'm in big, big trouble right now. It's got to stop. But even though I say these words out loud, I'm like, well, you know, I'm hungry. <laughs> I'm serious. Yes. And many people would... shamefully eat in secret is what Josh says. Yeah, I believe that. Yeah. I was always, whenever I would eat poorly, I was, I was a secret eater. So I would, I would eat and then hide the packages because I didn't, I was embarrassed by how much I ate and I would hide them. And it was, and it wasn't even so much, I don't know. It wasn't, it was weird because it wasn't as much of a, I mean, I guess it is shame, but it was like, it was just embarrassment. Like, how did I let myself do that? Like why I live with like I live with my parents and I live with my sister. They don't have any issue. So we can have like a box of I was just talking to the girls when I was getting my hair done because they have like those little bags of potato chips that are like, you know, Halloween bags kind of thing. So they have those out there for everybody. And this is what's sick is that they already like this is only my second time being there and already Sam was like, hey, Lee, we know you like your potato chips, so we restock them if you want to go and grab some. And I was like, oh, my, God. my gosh. Do they know that you just can't stop? So if they weren't there, you wouldn't eat them. <laughs> I only had one bag both times, but I was talking about how, well, if this was at home, I would have eaten all those bags. And it was an issue because nobody else in the house here goes through them like I do. Um, but... I just, it didn't stop me. And so I feel like we need to, okay, so I'm going to stop myself. Josh says, finding roots of why we do that will help us work to kick those habits, Lee and Mike. Yes, absolutely. That's, I was going to say, I think the big thing is we have to figure out not only, not only really why do we do it, but I think the bigger thing is why do we not want to do it? Like why why do we want to live the the healthier life? Because obviously just living a healthy life isn't good enough for us because we just don't want it badly enough because we're fine. Mm -hmm. He's playing softball. I'm doing my life. Like we're fine. So we just, we're not thinking about it. So we need to come down to why do we want to make change in our life? Because until you know why you want to do anything, there's not a very like there's a pretty good chance that you're going to fall back or that you're not going to stick to it. So I think mm. that's the big thing is figuring out why we want to do it and then reminding ourselves every time that we go for that extra piece or that those fries. Fries, french fries. Look, uh, I'm not really happy with myself though at all. I just keep avoiding it. I keep avoiding it and I avoid it and I put it off. And I just, oh, it's another day, it's another day. And as long as I don't have any warning signs that are like, oh, man, I'm not feeling good. I just seem to press forward. But 
I don't know. Lately, I've seemed to notice a few things. Doesn't seem right. Seems like to, uh, you know, Leanne pointed out maybe Josh, you could relate to this. My feet seem to be swelling a little bit. Oh yes. That's yeah. not good. No. Um. I had some hot flashes recently. I don't have menopause as far as I know. So that's not good. I'll sweat. Although it is like super hot out today. So I, I, you just came in from didn't. Isn't that when you came in from taking Yoshi out and it was like gross outside? Yoshi! Come here, Yoshi! Come on. Not no, that. Gone. See, it's over. That's the other thing, too, is that like that's the I mean, it's fine. Just like say that that's the hot flash from that. And then so we can deal with that. But then I'm notorious for being like, well, can't we like say that there's something else? Um, Yvonne you says you want to feel good and stop those bad habits and stop judging ourselves every meal. Yes. Yeah, sure. And for me, I think for me, I think the thing that's really going to help is what you said, Yvonne, in the beginning is when you said, I know how I'll feel. And I think I really need to really start thinking. Um, we know this with goal setting. We know this with like just ge- like general goal setting is that one of the most important parts is seeing yourself at the finish line, seeing yourself and feeling that feeling that you're already there. And when you can feel into where you're going to be, you get there much quicker. It's just true. When I was training for that marathon, I already saw myself finishing the marathon. So then the next, when I did the two or three months training, however much I did, that was just a like... I just had to do it because I was already finished. Like I knew. So I became a different person because I was living into that other being where I don't think that we're doing that with this. And, and it's hard to kind of see because we've challenged, like we've, we've had this challenge for so many years. Um, but I guess it's just hitting me now that we just have to set it like any other goal that we would normally want to accomplish. So figuring out how we want to feel and then living into that. Because then if we if we feel like a healthy person and if we feel energetic and we feel full of life and full of vigor and all of those feelings that we want to feel, we're not going to want to go and get the fries and the burger and the chips because it's not going to correlate to the what we're feeling. Holy mackerel. I really didn't want to do this podcast episode, but I think that's for me anyway. I think that's it. Is it? Yes, Yvonne. Visualization does work. It does. Wow. Okay. Well, you've had a breakthrough. Look at that. (laughs) It's so funny. I've never really, it's so dumb that I've never really looked at this like actual goal setting process. How? Okay, well, then that's just your fault because we've talked about that uh, plenty. No, we, yeah. No. Yes, yes. We've talked about like, okay, so what are our goals for, and I guess I've just never clicked into it. Like, what are our goals? How much do we want to lose? What do we want to do? What's our strategy? What's our blah, 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 blah. But I've never like broken it down to the beginning part of every goal that you set should always be like reverse engineering it. Well, conscious decision-making is huge. That's what Josh yeah. says. That's right. Good call, Josh. Well, hey, uh, I don't know what you're going to take away from this episode. We're two people who don't have the answers. So is this even worth your time? I don't know. I really, 
That's for you to decide. If you found this useful in any way, that's great. But I'm not sure why, because we're just two people complaining, really. Isn't that what we're doing? I don't know. I have a big thank you. So, Josh, Carol, Yvonne, thank you very much for all of your... Oh, I love you, too. Thank you, Yvonne. You too, yes, Yvonne. it's nice to see you. Um, This has been really... So, I'm sorry if nobody else is getting anything from this. I feel like I've gotten something from this. So, we always say, like, I wish that just one person would get something from the episode. And that one person, I think, this time has been me. So, thank you, guys. That's great. Very okay. much for just being completely candid. This, like you guys always are, but yeah, you guys were awesome this time. Thank you. Okay. Well, look, I did, I don't know that for sure. I'm just saying maybe. So I, I hope we accomplished something here. And if we didn't, then you know, uh, let us know at firstdaypot at gmail.com. Let us know if you liked what you heard and maybe there's something you'd like to expand on. You could also connect with us on the social media platforms of your choice with Twitter and the Facebook. We have a Facebook group too. There's a support zone if you want to take this thing and go flesh it out some more. There's a lot of ways for you to participate. And me and Leander are talking about uh, really changing things up here, something big in the works. So we'll let you guys know more about that when we have more to share. But we might take this thing to another level. Some of our original members of the First Day Pod Book Club and people who have supported the show since day one might be part of this as well. So it all has to do with you, not just us. It's everybody coming together to make this thing more than just a, uh, oh, a half-hour talk show where it's like, hey, I don't know. I just don't seem to know what to do with my life. <laughs> right? I think we could do better than that. And we're trying that to do better than that. So bear with us. My girlfriend, Leanne, is a very sweet woman. She always cares. She never gives up. And I share a lot of those sentiments with her. But don't forget, if you want to be part of the book club, how do they do it? Just reach out to us. I'll get you the Zoom link. It's free. It's um, Monday nights, 8 a.m. Uh, 8, 8 p.m. to 9 p.m. We start on time. We end wow. on time. I know. That's, I guess, like, subconsciously, that's what I would like to do. Um, yeah. We start on time. We end on time. So, it's just, it's a really great, and we have, we have one gal right now that comes every week and she is having a lot going on with her, um, personal life that she's not able to commit to reading the book, but she is there every single week mm. to commit to the conversation and to be a part of it and to listen and to contribute. I think that's amazing. So whatever, whatever extent you want to be a part of the book club, we welcome you. So looking forward to it. Okay. okay. All right, there it is. That's the show for this week. She's Leanne. Hello, I'm Michael Govier. We thank you guys for your time. Josh and Yvonne and uh, Carol and everybody. Becky, you popped in and said hello and shared some thoughts. You can always continue the conversation when we're not on the air. We will be gone this weekend in New York City, so hopefully we'll be back the weekend after that. And we'll update you further to see what we've learned. And you guys can share with us what you've learned, too. It's not just about us. Anything you have to share is going to be put right into the live chat, into the show, connected so that we can all learn, not just be selfish with your lessons. Come on now. We should all share our lessons so that everybody can flourish, right? Right. It's my favorite part of the show okay. every single week. Love I know you guys. I love that part of the show too. Okay, well, that's it. Leanne, Michael, saying bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.